Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. This is Alex. And today we're discussing things Americans do that non-Americans do not understand. We're reacting to an article that we found. And I think it'll be pretty fun because we never really talk about our perspective and in that kind of weird way. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah we do all the time. Isn't every episode ours? <laughs> we do every episode. Yeah, yeah. Actually, what's interesting is is because we're usually talking about the weird things Germans do. This is right. weird things that Americans are doing. That's what but, I wanted to say. Yeah, but according to non-Americans, Other... Europeans, uh, Asians, Australians, wherever, you know. Yeah. 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 I'm not quite sure exactly who they pulled, but they not, pulled people not Americans. Who weren't Americans, yeah. which is most of the world, which, yeah. we, you know. So let's find out what we do weird and let's uh, let's actually see if we still do those things now that we've lived abroad for, you know, however, yeah, however many years, right? Yeah. This, I, I haven't seen this article at all yet, so I'm excited to... I found it like two months ago and I do not remember any of it, so it's nice. almost as if I've never seen it. Okay. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> let's dive in. Let's go. And welcome back. This is episode 131. Yes. Um, yeah, again, as we, as the numbers get higher, it's just, they're just meaningless at this point, but, uh, it's a number, but it sounds pretty high. So <laughs> that's how <laughs> sounds we show, cool. That's how we show our credibility. That's what matters. We've been around for that many episodes. What, what if actually we just, we just just started a podcast and then like on our first episode, we just say it's episode 158. And just, so it just sounds like we've been around like, for a while. Oh, these guys know what they're doing. What, yeah. what happens to the rest of their catalog? Did we wow. say episode one and people are like, next, next. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to a new Ooh. podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's rough being, rough being the, the new guy. Yeah, remember the beginning, like we're like nobody's gonna listen to this. No. Um, anyways, anyways, let's let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, fun to be back. We've got all kinds of juicy stuff. Lots of uh, German European news going on. So uh, yeah, there is. We, we, we got a lot of uh, news. Might, might as well just jump on in. Okay, I'll. Can I start? Please. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure you always do. But oh, well, yeah. I'm gonna do it anyways. Okay. Uh, no, but I appreciate the permission. You're you're like the the guy who went to like. The dad for the permission to propose, you know. Just trying to be polite. Yeah, you know? very nice. Starting on February 2nd, Berlin will be joining other German states by removing the requirement to wear masks on public transportation, such as subways, trams, and buses, and okay. what have you. There has been a mask requirement in Berlin public transit for almost three years. Uh, but keep in mind, you must still wear a mask on long-distance trains in Germany between different cities. So I guess like in, in your local city, don't need masks. But if you're going to a new city, you yeah. You, but if you're you on do. the Intercity Express from like Berlin to Hamburg or something, right. You got to still have to wear a mask, right? But, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, it, it'll just be weird because that's the one place where we've always had to wear a mask since yeah. since February March oh. of of the pandemic to 2020. So, um, but also the past like six months as the pandemics died down. Half the people on the trains don't really wear the masks anyway, so it won't, exactly. won't be like a huge difference. But uh, I yeah. think I'll, I think I might still wear mine for a bit. I, I find the timing weird because before winter started, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have another big wave this winter," and now they're like, "Hey, we don't need masks." But I think because I didn't have heard about any wave. Like, and the wave would have started in October, November. That's true. Yeah. So maybe it's not that bad, and they're just kind of, uh, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I, I don't know the reason behind it, but it's just, I'm pretty neutral on it. It's fine. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I already don't wear it in shops and everything. Like the only place I do wear it is on the bond. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I still wear a mask. Won't I? Won't I? I'll, I'll update you. I'm I think it'll sure. depend on how busy the bond is. If it's like really crowded. Yeah, true. Then I might. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when I, I have a backup on me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, like I, I, know, I know you still have to, but even if I didn't, I would still wear it on the long distance trains. Like when I went to uh, my girlfriend's uh, family in the West Yeah. on the, you know, and the train was like, was packed. You know, and you have like 200 people in the car, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's not, uh, it's not nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, again, because masks also, um, 
forget COVID. I mean, they're just, you know, I feel bad. I used to be one of those guys when I, like when I was at the airport and stuff and you'd see, it was like pre pandemic and you'd see people wearing the masks. Yeah. Didn't quite. I was like, I was like, Oh, are they a germaphobe? What's it? But I didn't realize that especially in Asian cultures, it's when you're the sick one, you wear it to protect other people. I, I, I love I, that. honestly never, I don't know about you, but I never looked into that. I just, I would see people wearing the masks and I thought oh, that's weird. But of course now it's, Completely normal. And I, th- I think that's super cool. They've been doing. They've been doing that for years. I think, yeah, I yeah. think that's a that's a great little tradition. That, not tradition. A great little uh, community thing that they do. They make. Hey, are you sick? Put a mask on. Protect people around you. Why not? I think. It's it, nice. I think it would, a lot less people would just get sick for other things like just standard colds or the flu. If if the moment you felt like weird, like okay, for the next three four days, I'll wear a mask when I'm outside. Yeah, you know. Why not? I mean, it probably probably would help again you know like you know i don't know i don't know could be nice i don't know we'll see see what happens we're we're, we're too selfish here in the west (laughs) next the german government has officially made a draft of a law so it has not been approved yet um but we're we're hoping um that would allow dual citizenship now yes its other main aim is to just make becoming a german german citizen uh, easier in general for example they're suggesting removing certain requirements uh, in some cases um german language requirements um, you know, maybe dropping it from, I don't know, B2 to wherever, or they haven't, yep. I haven't really uh, looked into the details. Um, they also want to shorten the amount of time someone has to live in Germany before becoming a citizen from eight years. Now you'll have to live in Germany for five years to become a citizen. So that's a big, uh, because now five years just for permanent residency, but so will permanent residency get dropped down? If you're like, Hey, I could be a citizen right now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, now as far as the dual citizenship, um, as of now, people from non-EU countries, meaning Alex and me and anyone not from a European country, uh, can not be German, uh, can have dual citizenship. They have to renounce their right. their citizenship to become a German. And of course, this law is intended to change that. Right. And and the whole reason behind this law is uh, the older generation in Germany is starting to retire now. Uh, and there's not, like the workforce generally in Germany is too low. They need more, they need more people to work. Sure. So if you yeah. get people from other countries to come in, work, simulate the economy, that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, and it's just you know, it's never never smart to make it just hard for people who want to put in the effort to become a citizen. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm when that happens, if this law passes, we're gonna have like a party because I'm, I'm I want to apply so bad. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. of course, have dual. Why not? Yeah, I'm probably not going to because the only difference from permanent residencies to citizenship will be the right to vote. Like you don't get anything else other than that. It's right to vote. Also when I travel, usually the EU lines are quicker than like non EU passports, mm. things yeah. like that, you know, and suppose that a test will be easier than it used, than it was before. It wasn't that hard before anyways. Mm. And but, but it is a process. I had a friend who did it and it was yeah, like, yeah. it's like a year process of going to classes after work and it's money and it's like, it's not a, uh, you know, an easy peasy. Yeah. So I'm just saying how they're going to make it easier now. Yeah. Well, I, um, I think not the, the tests, I no, think. the tests as well. I read that. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The thing about maybe changing the test a bit as well to make that ah, a bit easier too. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So they really want to make it like super easy, I guess. I don't know. And if you're here for like three years or five years, you have to have like a C1 German. If you're here for longer, you have you need a lower level of German. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So they're working on the kinks. But we'll, we'll, we'll let you know when they actually it's approved. Right now, it's still the talking phase. Right. Yeah. It, yeah the draft is there. It's got to go through, you know, government agree- agreances. Right. But I, I have plenty of draft emails I never sent, so... That's a good point because that's how government works. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. Uh, Dumpster diving may soon become legal in Germany. Yes. It was currently illegal. Uh, Currently, there is 1,200 euro of fine for those caught removing trash or throwing away food from the dumpsters of other people's or businesses. What's interesting. Mm. 
Uh, German ministers want to change this and make the taking of old food legal and only illegal in cases of property damage or situations in which people are truly trespassing on private property, which I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, well. I agree. If, if there's something in the trash that can be used by somebody else, that, that, that is like the purest form of recycling, right? Like, mm. I mean, I guess they make it illegal because they're like, they're worried, like people are just like going to make a mess everywhere or whatever. But if like, if, well, if, I think if it's you're also, being respectful, like, you know, I think it's also you throw away important documents. You don't want people going through that. Well, you should be shredding those documents. Should if be. you know what you're doing or do the classic Alex and fold and rip multiple times <laughs> but it does say like they're still not going to allow like somebody can't like you know jimmy the door to your garage and come in and give your ticket you know it's like it, they're still like don't worry people are not going to be suddenly like camped out in your driveway so. going through your trash i think you know? it's just pretty much saying like let's not have cops waste their time on people trying to get food from a dumpster yeah i think this is mostly <laughs> like the dumpsters behind lidl reva all the grocery stores in germany yeah. you know like I, I think it's i think they don't really have an issue with people going looking you know, through um, apartment trash. I know, actually, I've, not, I've never seen it. I don't know. Maybe it happens. Maybe I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. No idea. All right. Uh, speaking in, ter- in terms of dual citizenship, renouncing citizenship, all that kind of jazz. Say, speaking of trash, the U.S. government has announced its intention to change the fee required for people who want to renounce their citizenship uh, and become a citizen of a new country. Mm-hmm. Like currently now, under German law, if you want to, Alex, if Alex is becoming a German citizen, you'd have to renounce his American citizenship. Right. And normally you'd think like, hmm, that's just like ticking a box on a piece of paper, right? Well, it costs money. It costs money. Currently, anyone that wants to get rid of their U.S. citizenship needs to pay $2,350 for the privilege. Um, but America, believe it or not, they themselves want to change this. Uh, the goal is to reduce the fee to just $450. Much more manageable. Um, discussions are currently ongoing uh, and no final decision has been made yet, but they're currently discussing this um uh the past week i think starting january 9th they start having open talks about it so uh we'll see if it uh, gets approved yeah interesting yeah very cool i think i think it's crazy it costs money anyways but 450 is much better than 2000 yeah i mean i think it's because they know okay now they're losing a taxpayer so it's like one last grab you know because like yeah, true you know what i mean because like um, a literal cash grab because because yeah you are you're like oh god he's only like 30 it's like no 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 it's like 50 60 years of money that we're going to be losing. You know, so, you know. 32, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. 32 now. Okay, yeah, yeah, Alex is 32. But I'm, it, I'm an old boy. But the guy I used in my theoretical example, he was. Oh, okay. He was 30. Okay. Anyways, next one. Uh, the German rail, known as the Deutsche Bahn, wants to make it easier for people to find a seat on their trains because it can be hard. Yes. Uh, they're launching a new program in which the digital signs on the platforms will tell you which wagons are full and which have more seats. It'll be a traffic light system in which each wagon symbol will either be green, yellow, or red. Green meaning it's mostly empty and red meaning there are no empty seats. That I think is super cool. Very cool. So it said they're slowly rolling it out. So the next few weeks, it's going to be like 200 trains they're trying it out on and then it'll grow more and more. So uh, if you don't see it on your train now, you know, wait, wait, wait a few months. Um, I love this idea. Very, very cool. Perfect example is I was going to my girlfriend's family in the West and we we're getting on a very busy train during the Christmas period. And of course you have like a thousand people on the platform. Right. And you're all kind of guessing, okay, where, where should I stand? Okay. Where's the door going to stop? You know, so you can get, you know, because you've got a bum rush past everyone because you have no idea which wagon has any free seats. It's, um, and and the past couple of trains I went on, the digital signs that tell you which seats are reserved, which aren't, were not working. So, oh, great. So you'd sit down and then five minutes later, like, oh, that's my seat. Get up, sit back down again. Oh, that's my seat. You know, like prove it, bro. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was so I'm glad they're trying. Yeah, I think it's cool. Good Very idea. Cool. Very cool. And last but not least, special thanks to Ryan for the donation 
thank you, man. Very cool. Really appreciate it, Ryan. Um, we appreciate how much it helps us. And um, special thanks to everyone uh, who has given us donations before. If you are so inclined, you can just go to the bottom of any of the pages of our website. There is a donation button. It really helps us keep going because we are a nonprofit podcast. It is nonprofit fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is nonprofit fun. <laughs> We're done with the news. There's a lot of news today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, which lately there hasn't been a lot of positive news. So I thought it was just it was all kind of good stuff, right? Good like, stuff. Ooh, train seat, finding seat. Ooh, dual net nationality. Ooh, you know, ooh, ooh good stuff. Ooh, ah, yeah, fun. good stuff. Ooh, yeah. La, la, la. Uh, how you been the past week? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Weather's been warm, but it's been rainy and crap. So it's slowly been getting towards the temperature it should be in January. I'm yeah, it's, it's, it's incredibly yeah. warm. It feels like it's been spring, like not spring, but like March was like almost spring. You know? Yeah, it's um, it's no bueno, especially for uh, all the like all the skiing places are closed right now because they literally have no snow. So it's um, stupid. It's uh, no bueno. But it's good for our gas consumption because we're all nervous this winter was going to be really cold. And getting all the gas, which we're not trying to use from Russia anymore. But Germany now uses zero percent Russian gas, so that's pretty cool too. Great, yeah. But, yeah. I, but we haven't re- replaced the. Uh, all right, yeah. The yeah. I, I, we're, no. we're still on a very limited supply. It's not, oh, it's very. It's, it's very nice. But, but the, yeah. the, the, the supply is actually higher than they thought they'd be at this point of the year. So, but I think good. it's ju- <laughs> they're like thanks to global warming. Thanks you, global warming. You, you are not as cold as we thought you'd be. So, yeah. uh, so thanks everyone driving, you know, a V eight Hemi truck. Yeah. You're saving us. And you know, one thing that can get you warm without using gas is a bottle of whiskey. That does work. That tracks what you just said. Those, <laughs> those words I agree with. What? You just ruined my beautiful transition. I know. Sorry. Um, so today we actually have a bottle. Uh, we do we, have a bottle. We lied last week. Yeah, it didn't come this, in bowl. It's a bottle. <laughs> this is a bottle. Uh, it's a bottle. It's a bottle. It's bottle shaped. He's going to say bottle some more. I'm going to say bottle again. Oh, just did. Uh, this is a bottle given to me by um, the parents of my kids at work. Very cool. Uh, for a few, like a few weeks ago, right? For for, for Christmas, a, for, Chris, for yeah. my birthday, actually, for yeah. my birthday. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. So, um, like mid December, right? Mid late December. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so we haven't tried it yet. It's been sitting, you know, around for a bit. I'm very excited to try because it was actually on our wish list on our uh, website, and. I thought it was really sweet of the parents like went on the wish list and found it. It's a nice it's a nice bottle of whiskey, it looks like. Now, let me preface by saying I've never given this brand a fair shot. Cause I always assumed it was just crap whiskey. You have not yet said what the brand is. I know. Oh, okay. Doing it's called build, anticipation. Oh, build up, okay. So this is Johnny Walker, aged 18 years, blended scotch whiskey. And on the bottle it says that it's blended with 18 different whiskeys all aged 18 years 1818 yeah so that's pretty wild the bottle's beautiful and the reason why i say i never gave john johnny walker uh the respect because i've always seen johnny walker red everywhere and it's always like the like the one that's better than jack daniels at a bar you know what i mean if it's like a dive bar sure but i I know that the blue is pretty good i'm pretty sure the black is pretty good but just kind of felt like the budweiser the bud light of whiskeys to me yeah i'm exactly the same like both jack daniels and johnny walker um I haven't had in like 10 years because yeah, they're just kind of like the standard cheap thing you find at a bar and like, and, and I know that they have these kind of higher end versions, but I've never given them a try just because right. like you just think, ah, Johnny Walker, ah, Jack Daniels, whatever. But like, yeah, this is our first, we can finally give it a fair shake. You yeah. Know? So I'm really excited to try it and think if, if anyone's listening from, uh, from my group, any parents, thank you. Well, the kids, why aren't listening? Any parents listening? Thank you so much <laughs> for this gift. This is fantastic. 
and I'm really excited to try it. Me too. So, I, I, 18 years, you know, I can't, can it really be that bad? No. 18 years blended with 18 different whiskeys, all these 18 years. Like, what a wild concept. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. And, and, and like, as you said, a nice looking, but really a tall, slim uh, bottle. Yeah, very I love cool. It. All right, let's get this pop. Now, that, that's a sound bite. Woo. Those are, ooh. The smell comes after. That's one of the most solid pops some, we've some had. Smoke came out. What did you say? The smell. It's like oh, immediately. Uh, I said, ooh, some smoke. Uh, d- how smoke cool would that be if when you opened something up, a little, little, little haze just came out? Ooh, thank you. Smell that. Hmm. Thing is, I, it's been so long. I don't even remember what like Johnny Walker in general tastes like. Ooh, bonus pop. It smells like a smoky, uh, smoky uh, whiskey. Johnny Walker is a scotch, I believe. Yeah, a scotch. Mm. Well, then that makes sense. It smells scotchy. Ew, there's, you put your hair on there. That's disgusting. There's a hair on the bottle. Oh, there's hair on the bottle. Oh, there's hair on you, you got it stuck between the cork and the <laughs> bottle. Cork. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. That's your bottle. Now it's Johnny Walker <laughs> with some Alex DNA. Cheers. Here you go. Cheers. That's nice. Mm. Very nice, that's actually. smooth. Very, yeah. Mmm. All right. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, nah. okay. I'm liking it. You're liking it? But nice and slow. Good. Now, before we get into uh, the topic. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, the topic. <laughs> Alex, you, you were just like, you put your arms out like a bird. You're just like, uh, I'm an airplane. Topic. Oh, the topic. Uh, if you would like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always appreciated. We read them all. It helps other people find the podcast. It's always fun. For other listeners. Like you. Uh, but also, again, not required. Not, not required. Me. You could do other things. If you don't like the podcast, please do not give us a review. That's No, even if you do like it, you don't want to. You know, it's your life, man. Yeah. Now, well, there's no, there's, we never have any pressure for any of this We're stuff. not telling you what to do. Nah. You're your yeah. own person. Uh, also, check out our website, which is agdwpodcast.com. Uh, lots of content on there. All our whiskey photos, some extras, you know. There's yeah. stuff on it. There's, there's, there's a website. Go, go go check it out. I mean, why ruin the surprise? Yeah, I mean, many do say it is the greatest website of all time. So aren't you just a little curious? I am. I think you would be. Yeah. If you're not, who even are you? And also check out our Instagram. It's got Instagram stuff on there, like pictures and Instagram things, mm. which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. We and post randomly from time to time. There's some weird there. stuff. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the topic. This is... Non-Americans reveal the things Americans do that they simply do not understand. That's it. This and is I, from this is an article from a website. I well, I know I, I believe it was a Reddit thread. If I'm, I could be wrong, but I think it said it was a Reddit thread. So this sounds like a BuzzFeed article. Where they take Reddit answers and just put it together. Gotcha. That's what it sounds like. Ooh, I, I love that because they, they did a little work for us. They did. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, this is actually like a whole episode was written for yeah. us. But, but, but this so is so it's, uh, it's BuzzFeed stealing from Reddit, <laughs> and we're stealing from BuzzFeed or stole from Reddit. But we're not stealing because. They did not have our reactions. Our True. reactions are genuine. We and are now fresh. like a YouTube reaction channel. <laughs> Smash that subscribe and like button. No, no, but I, I, I like this stuff because um, it's always interesting to hear because, I mean, we're, we're, we're so far rem- kind of removed from the States in a way because we've lived in Germany for so long. So, yeah, uh, so it'd be cool yeah. to see if we're still doing all these things. Yeah. So, um, Alex, would you like to read number one? Okay. Uh, again, things that people aren't American are like, Americans, what are you doing? First one is college sports, particularly football and basketball. The rest of the world loves soccer, but no one gives a hoot about it at the university level. Um, uh, very, very, very true. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, what what German yeah cares 
what and and also like university really teams aren't really a big thing here at all like no, they're, they're more like clubs yeah like you, in high school you don't really play a sport it's not part of the curriculum or program yeah, yeah like yeah there's no like football team even you know soccer you know what i mean like for the high school here yeah and, and i think what a lot of europeans don't or people around the world maybe not just europeans don't realize about in the states about college sports especially college football is that these stadiums are bigger some of them are bigger than nfl professional stadiums like it's huge well because it gives the college kids stuff to do on the weekends right like i mean it's like isn't that what they all do they go get drunk and go to their see their for team? sure and i understand that but um Sometimes it is more fun watching college sports than professional sports. Just because like when I watch college football, there's usually a lot of crazy plays, a lot of huge, lots of scoring, things you can't do in professional because pros are too good where those plays won't work. Oh, but then where why college, would you ever want to watch pro? That's it's not some, fun anymore. Some people hate the pros. Mm. So I understand some people only like college and don't like pro, which I, which I do get, mm. especially in football. Because there's like, for example... Uh, last weekend was a college championship game, and the score was sixty-five to seven. Oh my! You won't see that in the NFL. No, no, no. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Uh, and you see a lot of crazy trick plays, just things that don't work because an NFL defense could figure it out. Where a college defense might have like one or two guys who even make it to the NFL, and the rest are just you know players. So you can do a lot of really fun things. This makes the sport more fun. And I guess it depends on where you're coming from. Do you want to watch the pros be the best, or do you want to like be entertained a lot? But I think. Um Germans don't quite wouldn't quite get it because again they're like their university lives are very different. There is no yeah like main campus where you live at on in dorms. Here, very you know? rare, very rare. Like here, yeah. the campuses are very spread across the city. People have their own apartments. There isn't the um what is it the school spirit kind of thing that you have for and so I think a big part of the viewership in the states is probably former alumni student alumni. So you know like some guys he's fifty but he loves watching um you know his team his, his team from back in the day which For i sure. think maybe europeans journalists especially can't really relate to you right. know what i mean because yeah now does it apply to me no not particularly i don't i don't really watch college sports but you just said it was awesome i mean i i, I said i understand it ah, i just don't really watch it because gotcha. i don't know i'm more into pro stuff and and i went to a college that had like division three and sports weren't that big and no one really cared that much about them yeah um so i just never really cared Okay. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm not into basketball or um, American football, so I have zero shits to give about, about that. College, <laughs> college curling. Uh, used to be, but now I just uh, like I lost touch with the, the, the college the, curling. The sport just got it changed. The sport changed. Yeah, just, Once they started doping those <laughs> curling guys, it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. Uh, number two. Op- ooh, yeah, actually, this is a good one. Uh, opinion signs outside their houses, like. Quote, in this house, we support blank. Uh, I, I find it weird and unusual, uh, said a non-American. Um, now, that is very true in the U.S. Especially, like, you'll go around and yeah, in somebody's front lawn, there will be the, you know, like, uh, Trump 2020 or the Biden 2024 yeah. or, yeah, like, uh, no do legalize marijuana or yeah you're right like people like they put in their opinions in their front lawn yeah, it's very weird yeah i've always found that that weird i find it weird how i feel like a lot of americans uh treat like politics like it's a sports team mm. like they have to like show their pride for a public servant it doesn't make any sense to me and they go equally as hardcore as people do for their sports teams yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? like honestly like this is one dude who's supposed to be our servant like just, yeah you know he's getting we're paying him or her 
He, he's not a deity. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, so I, I find it. I've always found, even as a kid, I found it really bizarre. And also, it's like, I don't, I don't care White House on the corner, what you support. I mean, ba- I'm just driving by. Like, I really don't care. I mean, basically, like, if some people make themselves targets, especially, like, if you're, like, in a liberal neighborhood and there's one guy that says, like, Trump 2020, then everyone knows, okay, that's uh, a guy I never want to talk to. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Uh, when, when, uh, I, when I was in the States two years ago, uh, I was on the outskirts of Boston at my buddy's place, and it was a pickup truck driving down, you know, with all these Trump flags and MAGA stuff. Yeah, yeah, And he's just driving around with a megaphone yelling, Biden's a pedophile, Biden's a pedophile. And this guy's taking time out of his day as free as free free time where you could you know mm. do a hobby maybe well, I think this, this is arguably a hard yeah. hobby I yeah. guess but I just found it so bizarre it's like you're not gonna convince anybody to go your way doing this Ex- yeah exactly like so I don't understand what the point of this is and again I again I don't care who's like I, I guess I don't that care. they like to show their quote unquote pride for whatever thing it is whether whatever um, person it is or whatever political movement it is or I, I don't know some people yeah. just like to show i mean americans are prideful people but the, again you know i i do appreciate a good like anti-fascist sign so sure i mean sure why not yeah i mean yeah and, and you see those you see anti-fascist anti-fascism stickers all over berlin but that's different than like i like this person more than this person yeah i mean but but you, you do you do see political posters all around berlin during election season but they're they're not necessarily attached to a specific home. Like they're kind of on the street poles and stuff like right. that. Right. The problem is like we, we have mostly apartments here. So like we can't actually see people's lawns. So maybe in suburbia in Germany, they do it. I don't know. No, a lot of Germans don't really like to talk about their political affiliations. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of true. more, it's more of something Like you never ask like, who did you vote for? Who are you going to vote for? Mm. A lot of people like to keep that to themselves, which I think is totally fair as well. Sure, yeah. Because honestly, that's a can of worms that people, you know, you open it up. It's, it's things happen. Yeah. I mean, in, until the age of like, 25 my parents like refused to tell me who they voted for even though i asked them like so like because they didn't want to influence me right so it's like up until age 25 i didn't know if they voted republican or democrat or who you know what i mean like yeah, so yeah. it was uh, um which was kind of actually kind of nice in a way so any kind of opinions i had were kind of my own opinions you know whereas usually your parents are going to influence you obviously like you know because they're they're ta- if, they, if they are pro Bush, they're gonna be talking about Bush forever, so that's gonna soak in. Or if for sure, whoever, my parents were very similar. I, I didn't really know. I didn't really know what their views were. Yeah. On specific things, you know, I knew yeah. generally like they're very pro-social people, but in terms of like very specific political talking points, I didn't really know. And yeah, it wasn't until I was older until you know we started talking about it more. Yeah. But finally, you're like, all right, come on, guys. Yeah. Let's have a talk. Yeah. Uh, actually, exactly. Actually, the next one goes right with what we were talking about. True. Bumper stickers. Yeah, bumper stickers. And it says here someone commented on that. And it says, sometimes I get the impression people put their entire political philosophy in the space of a bumper sticker. Now, this is true. Now, this I, is true. And I, actually, it depends because, like, there are times, like, so I'm in California, which is very liberal. And sometimes you'll see coexist. Yeah, on a Subaru? You, no, you'll see, you see, like, an old Volvo, right? And there's like 50 bumper stickers in the back. And it's like, Save the whales, go Biden. Da, da, da. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it, like yeah, it's like okay. Let me show you exact everything in the world that I support or don't support. Yeah, here's and, who I am yeah, on the back of my car. Just so when you're stopped with me at the red light board, you now can choose whether or not to be my friend. Or, yeah. If, if you want to meet me and have no mystery and know everything I believe in, just look at back of my car and boom, no more conversations have to be had. Now it's hard for me to compare this because since I don't drive in Germany, I'm not really paying any attention to people's bumpers and whether or not they have bumper stickers so actually oh. i couldn't tell you actually if germans have 
I, bumper stickers or not. I, I definitely could. Cause I've been on Reddit for a few years now mm-hmm. for many, too many, mm-hmm. too long. Alex is a uh, Reddit slut. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen these questions before and someone said bumper stickers a few years ago. I read that and I, I tried to pay attention after I read that. Oh, okay. Okay. And there definitely is like not a thing here okay. at all, but I, I'm sure there's like, there's a one off here or there. Oh, I'm sure there is, there. but, but it's in like general, a yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I find bumper stickers an interest. I never put one. Do you ever put a bumper sticker on your car? Hmm. I probably did. I think I made, cause like I had like a little film production company. I was a teenager and I think I made like a personal bumper sticker and stuck it on the back of my truck. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I don't know actually. I, no, I don't think so. Um, but what, but what's also big in the States that's not big here is a lot of parents, they put like the bumper sticker, like I'm the proud parent of an honor student of an honor student at blank school or, or, or like, THS pride or whatever the high school is, yeah. you know, something like that. Or just so, the college that your kids went to. Right. Like I said, like Pepperdine university sticker or whatever. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, which you don't really see here at all. No, no. And also the ones that you see a lot in the States are like, especially minivans. It's like the cartoon sketch of like a mom and dad, and like three kids and two dogs, or whatever. Oh yeah. Those are everywhere. Those are yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And actually, you know what? It's actually kind of in a way, this kind of just came to my head, Sure. kind of a beautiful representation of Americans because Americans socially, as we've mentioned, you're standing in line at the bank. The guy will just wear kind of his heart on his sleeve and start talking to you and about personal stuff. So, so you're saying that's kind of an extension on that. Right. Yeah. Like, Amer- yeah, Americans don't mind like starting conversation with strangers and giving personal information. And so that's just kind of another version of that where they're like, Hey, this is what I'm into. This is what I like. You know, um, that's a really in interesting, a way, fair you know, point. Um, whereas Germans are more conservative. Keep, like you said, keep things inside, not sharing their political beliefs. So they don't want you to know that their son is an honor student. Right. <laughs> that's not your goddamn business. No, I, I like that. I like that take on that. That's good. Uh, right, next. Next one. All right. Here's a, here's a long. This used to be much more prevalent in the U.S., but food coloring. Mm. When I moved from Japan to the U.S., I was surprised at how colorful their foods were. <laughs> The, the, it's true. These days, Americans are now more keen to organic, natural stuff, so I see it less. But it took me a while to realize that blue raspberry is not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, that's true. I'm, I, you know, I'm a big uh, gummy eater. I like gummies. Uh, like the, the bears, the bears, the worms, the worms. Sour ones are also really the good. pastas, the rings. The pacifiers. Which gummy bears are German. So Germans do love them. Their own food coloring. They do. You know what I'm saying? Und erwachsene ebenso. But um, <laughs> I remember when, you know, I ate a lot of gummies. So I, I usually have a lot of, you know, Mike and Ike's and Sour Patch Kids, all the stuff in the States. Right. And then when I came here, I was getting some gummies from Harry Bone and whatever. And I realized they were not as colorful. The dollar. It was, was super noticeable. I was yeah, like, yeah, when I, when that's I bought, not red. When I first moved here and I bought, um, I don't really do fruit cereals anymore, but I was like, homesick and i was like ah let me get some fruit loops and fruit loops oh, yeah. in a while and yeah and the colors much duller than yeah. the fruit and it was this i mean it's still fruit loops you know same company but like I, it was kind of like somebody had like a, on the old television says somebody turned the saturation down and you know yes. like, and you're kind of like eh, turn it back up what's going on what's the, like this aren't this isn't the flavors i know you know no yeah for sure i mean it's, it's definitely something you do notice and when i was back in the states i noticed it again like you're at a bakery you have like some cakes and some of the frosting on it was just so it was beautiful, yeah, but like unnaturally bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I, I but yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with it. Um, and also, and I'm glad he mentioned this because people like talk about, oh, just America's all about junk food. But really, the past like 20 years, like um, the U.S. just like everywhere else has been shifting to much more healthier right. diets, farm to uh, table places. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, 
etc. You know, like McDonald's is now it has a bunch of salads. You know, like it's so it's like we're, we're not just a bunch of you know fat slobs don't care about our health. Like I think like anybody else, we're we're all trying to eat healthier. You know. Yeah, I think there's definitely a movement right now, which is good. Yeah, yeah. all around the Western world, absolutely. Um, but yeah, th- that is true. It's definitely that, true. that is a thing, and I could see if going the reverse from Germany, if you came. And suddenly, yeah, like I opened the American Fruit Loops. I'd be like, oh my God, what happened here? Yeah, exactly. Sweet Jesus. Uh, next, root, yes, yes. I talked to my girlfriend about root beer the other day. So this, this one is root, I hate root beer. Root beer and ranch dressing. I brought some to Germany. Oh, you got a German. Yeah, I brought some to Germany and had my friends try it. And they said the root beer tasted like medicine. <laughs> they politely tasted the dressing, the, sal- the ranch dressing with celery and said, hmm, interesting. But the look on their faces was was that it was terrible. Yeah, actually, I, I never really researched it, but I didn't notice like there are no ranch flavored chips here, which in the states is very oh, big. No. Yeah. There are ranch flavored chips there? here. Are there? Yeah, you can't find them. Okay, but, but if they're, they're not they're, called Cool Ranch. What are they called? I think they're called like Cool American or something like that. Oh my! Yeah, I want to be a Cool American. But they they do exist. I've seen them. I remember being like, these are ranch, and looking at the and the blue bag and everything, and looking at the. Uh, label it was like it was like cool American or, or something. It was not called ranch, but it's called American. But the chips, but like the the dressing, you won't find that. No way. Interesting, but I, I don't know. Like you don't like ranch? I mean, I, I think they like celery or a carrot. You dip it in some ranch. No, I, I think I, it's okay. Yeah. I like ranch. I don't yeah. like ranch as a salad dressing. I like it as a dip because the salad dressing is just like for me it ruins a salad. It's like, here's a nice healthy salad. You're just dumping like mayonnaise on it. You know that's not. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But I think as like a it was like a dip, you know, oh, you're yeah. like you're at the Super Bowl party and you got like you know some carrots and some stuff, baby carrots and yeah. ranch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't like root beer. I think root beer tastes like ass. And really, medicine. yeah. Like, like I mean, I haven't had root beer in ten years. It's not a thing. Um, but like I never. It's it's not. It was always like low on my totem pole of cola list. <laughs> but like I never really thought like it's. I was like ah, it's just like a weak cola. I never thought it was like terrible. I mean, it's no Dr Pepper. No, like Dr Pepper's a daddy. Yeah, root beer. I can't. I don't know how to explain. You got if if you're German, and you don't know what root beer is. Just uh, Wikipedia that stuff, and then they'll tell you a lot more than I can tell you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Either, but I was, it, I was never. It, a fan. it is not a beer. It is not alcoholic, even though it sounds like. And that's what my girlfriend. I first told her about root beer. She's like, "Oh, what kind of beers?" But it's always advertised like it's kind of like a beer. Well, it's kind of like a sarsaparilla. It's it's kind of like the the. It's like what a kid. Is a kid you drink to like pretend like I have a beer too? Right. Daddy, yeah. You know, because like some like for example, mug root beer like had a logo of like a big dog right holding like a like a, a like foamy a, mug a of foamy mug beer, of beer looking substance yeah right but but it is a non-alcoholic yeah yeah but it's a, it's a cola but yeah definitely those are not things here in the United states and i and i find like ranch do i miss it not really i could really get i mean if it's there i'll eat it sometime but i really don't care about ranch and root beer root beer my girlfriend said that there is a german version of it it's just a different name i forget what it's oh. called it's called like med medzio medzio mix no, that's not root beer. No, no, no. Like I can't remember what it's called, but she she did say there wasn't. She bought it once, and she's like, "Here," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that actually is." Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. It was like that their version of it, but well, get, um, get back to us on that one, Jeff. Next, okay. Next one is just one word, and that's cheerleaders. And we kind of mentioned this before, where it's because they don't have the school spirit or, or the school teams like they like we did we do in the U.S. You know, oh, we even like, having like professional sports have cheerleaders, which I think it's weird just because like when you're watching an NFL game, professional football game, you don't care about the cheerleaders. I like, don't. like when you're in high school, of course, like you're a, you're a young boy. And so like watching a girl, you know, shaking right. around, like you're like, cool. But like, re- but really like when you're on the TV, you're like, get out of the way. <laughs> Especially like, in pro sports when you're playing in like a stadium of 80,000 people. And there's like five cheerleaders or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You can barely see them. Sometimes it's always like, 
like the ref will be saying something and in the background in a blur you'll see them like doing their dance and you're like why are you there yeah i don't know yeah i don't understand the point either another funny story in college we had cheerleaders for a basketball team okay but is that um standard in normal basketball too like like an um, like, like an uh, NBA. Stuff? I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't really watch NBA that much. Maybe at halftime, but not during the game. I don't think okay. so. And because our court went right up to the bleachers, the cheerleaders could not cheer like on oh, down. No, no room. Yeah. So they they sat like in the bleachers, like like a normal fan would. Like they're cheering while sitting down. <laughs> With like pom poms and everything. Uh, oh, they tried though. There was like seven of them. Yeah, it was really. I mean, like I said, it was a small school, not big in sports. But hey, seven seven people want to cheerlead, and they and they did. You know, so good for them. But it was uh, <laughs> it was weird. And I would say to defend, it was not bringing on to defend cheerleaders because maybe if you're not American and you don't have cheerleaders in your country, you don't know. But like like at least in my high school, and I think it's pretty normal. Like yes, they do dances at like team events, but like. It's also a sport in and of itself. Like and the sport where, is where, awesome. Where they're heavily um, practicing um, dance routines, like throwing people in the air, ten meters in the air, and f- and backflips and stuff. And then they have cheerleader statewide competitions, like yeah. of cheerleader squads against cheerleader squads. Like and, it's it's a it's a real thing. And I'm pretty sure it's like one of the most dangerous sports. I believe that because like when you're tossing people up during an actual event, there is no mat. Like there, there is the, right. the wood basketball court. Like you, you go down hard. And if, if any of you are too young or too old and haven't seen it, watch Bring It On. It's a classic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, or Bring It On Three. It got brought. <laughs> it's not what it's called, but probably something like that. It got brought. <laughs> Uh, the Revenge. <laughs> Bring it on three. The Revenge. They did have like a million sequels, but they were all like straight to DVD. Terrible. And and all the cool actors that you all like right. are gone, and all those, and you know that it's just like who's this person? Was it Dushku? Yeah, or yeah, and uh, what else is bringing it on? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, very young Kirsten Dunst. Very yeah. young Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Wow. Movie's fantastic. So if you want to learn more about cheerleading, that's a good documentary I recommend. Ooh. Next. So, ice. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I like the description. Ice filled to the brim before you pour any drink. Yeah, yes. I mean Americans I, love ice. I, right now, I'm amen to that, brother. Amen to the ice because um, I, I do love on a warm summer day. You walk to that restaurant, and yeah, and that that cup is just full of ice, and they pour it, and you didn't have to pour that free water in with the free refills because because you're worried like, oh, it's it's so much ice, there's no water. Don't worry, they'll refill that. Oh yeah, and then. Don't refill it even before you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ice, I think there's more ice here now than there was when I moved here like nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be like if you went to McDonald's stuff, like they would just give it to you with no ice, like a to go order, or like with like cut your cola, like no ice. But now they like will ask like ice or and now it's kind of a switch, switching to like default ice. And yeah. Right. Uh, but still, yeah, it's definitely not on the level that Americans like Americans love ice and like, why the hell not? Ice is awesome. Yeah, ice is great. Yeah, I mean, I guess sometimes like if you are getting an actual drink, that's not water because then half of your drink is not that drink. So I could see right. like you're like, ah, I'm getting a little swindled here, you know, like, you know, like let's go easy on the cubes, you know, but oh no, for uh, sure. But I, I'm, I'm all down for it. But the option to have ice. Why not? Ice is great. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah, these are people possibly coming from countries in which you don't even get the water, you know, like. Like most countries, like actually. In the, in the U.S., like, you've just sat down. Somebody's pouring you water. You you're like, I didn't ask for this, but it's just like, oh, here's your water. Especially for some reason at Chinese food restaurants. Mm. I feel like every time they like they you have, like, one sip and they come around and fill it up again. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, like, you are, they got a lot of, like, spicy food, so maybe they're like, oh, you need this. You oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be it. 
<laughs> All right, uh, next one. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one's for for you, Jeff, because you love this mm. shit as well. What is this? Uh, twenty four hour stores. Hey, so as far as I read, yeah. Twenty four <laughs> hour stores. I was in Chicago working with a colleague from Switzerland who suddenly realized around midnight that he needed a network cable to configure a mobile router for a job the next morning. I, that's this is so, so, such a specific story. I told him that <laughs> I don't know. It's just very specific. I told him that I'd meet him at the hotel lobby to drive him out to the Walmart. He was happily surprised as he had forgotten about the U.S.'s famous chain of Walmart stores. I said Walmart. Walmart. Like my dad. Walmart. Get in the car. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> yeah, dead on. We've, we've talked about this before. Yeah, 24-hour stores, they, they exist. Yeah, I mean, I, I could totally see why it would be a shock, especially, in, and, I, and I think I was telling you this, even when I visit my mom or dad for Christmas, um, when it's Sunday and my mom or dad would be like, oh, hey, let's go to the, whatever museum or hey let's go to this restaurant like my first instinct is like no we can't what are you talking we can't go anywhere and then like second later i'm like oh yeah oh yeah we're in a land of freedom baby like <laughs> everything's open you know um but yeah i, I could see but I I, I I for situations just like this i find it very helpful like yeah, for sure on sunday you're working on a project and you need that one little cable and, you, and you're like you know I, I don't project too often oh i project oh you, you definitely project yeah. I, I don't project often so Again, not having 24-hour stores, not really effective to me. I've, oh man, I can't think of any real times where I've been like, I have to go. Except one time in college, at like 1 a.m., we decided we wanted to find this very specific cereal, Rice Krispie Treat Cereal. Ooh, yeah. Which is rare to find. Yeah, you get that, you get, the thing is you get a hankering for something really late when you're like yeah. 18 and you're like, I need, I need this now. Exactly. Yeah. We found out that it did exist at a Walmart like 45 minutes away. So we drove. If you've ever never had it, anyone listening, Rice Krispie Treat Cereal. Not Rice Krispie Cereal. We all know the blue box. The purple box. Rice Krispie Treat Cereal. It's a real yeah, treat. It's it's good. Yeah. You've had it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rice Krispie. I mean, I was a fan of standard Rice Krispies forever. So anytime I saw something Rice Krispie, Rice Krispie flavored, yeah. you're like, yes, please. I never heard of it before that. It's the only time I ever had it was that one magical night. No, I, yeah. I remember mostly, yeah, when I was younger, you know, it'd be like 2 a.m. and you're like... God, I'd kill for some pancakes right now. And you're like, and then the crazy thing is you can drive to a grocery store, at least where I live, you drive to a grocery store, the big, huge grocery store, and it's open at 2 a.m. And you walk in, there's like no, you know, like the restocking shelf, super quiet, but you yeah. can go and like you grab your pancake, your frozen pancakes, go boom, and I'm like, microwave, like, yes. You know, like, it's, it's just for, it's, can, a little, can, it's a simple pleasures. Can I buy the mix, Jeff? <laughs> no. Gross. Dude, I was like 18. <laughs> think I'm going to take the time? No, come on. You're lazy as hell when you're 18. That's fair. I mean, crack, Ooh, cracking some eggs. Actually, related to waffles. True. What's next? Next one's is waffles with chicken. Waffles with chicken. Now, to be fair, I didn't have this for the first time till I was like my early 20s because it sounded yeah. disgusting. Um, but there is a famous place in LA called Roscoe's Waffle and Chickens or Chicken and Waffles. And you go. And I even heard of that. It's a huge. It's like a imagine like a huge plate sized waffle that's like 10 centimeters thick. And then there's like half of a full chicken on top. Uh, syrup all over maple syrup all over the chicken everything it sounds horrible but when you mix that with the chicken meat with uh a waffle it's a weird combination but it's a freaking taste dude I'm, I'm a big fan of sweet and salty mix mm. like, yeah and that's what that's what it is it's just the perfect sweet and salty uh i've had waffle, chicken and waffles once or twice uh it's, it's more of a bigger thing in down down in south not south america the southern <laughs> states the united states yeah yeah, yeah. 
uh, it's definitely a way more bigger culture down there. Absolutely. Like, yeah, where I grew up, you could not find a place that, yeah, yeah you had to go to like somewhere special to find it. Yeah. There was one place near me, they did like a bunch of fun breakfast and they had chicken and waffles one time. So I was like, hey, nice. might, might as well try it. And it was delicious. But like, also, I like mixing, you know, eggs and more eggs and toast in the morning, you know? Mm. On my toast, I put butter and honey and then put an egg on that. Mm. Salt, sweet and salty together. Delicious. Yeah. Now, when I was in the States, I got a, it was like a nice chicken sandwich, like normal chicken sandwich. And they, but they had like, they made like a, a mayo honey mix. So it was like this crispy chicken salty sandwich, but with a little bit of that sweetness from the from the honey. And ooh, baby. Oh yeah. That sounds good. Oh, very good. So okay, now they're talking about the date format, which is month, day, year. So January third would be one three two thousand twenty three. Whereas in Germany, January third Or the be, rest of the world. It's yeah, three. It would be three one two thousand twenty three. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, growing up I didn't of course, didn't know there was another version of that. So yeah, it, it seemed very normal to me. I don't know. Cause I was like, yeah, you know, month and yeah, yeah. it's January 3rd, but I get, yeah. But as living away, it's like, okay, small to big the day, the month, the yeah, year. It makes, yeah. it, it makes infinitely more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like living as a person kind of in both cultures, right. Sometimes you get emails, something like that, or, oh yeah. And it'll be like 11, 12, 2019. And I'm like, all right, are we talking November? 12th or are we talking December 11th? Yeah. I don't know. Cause either one's a real date. They're using. Exactly. Yeah. It was like 12, 13. It's easy to know. There's no 13 month. Yeah. Anything over 12. You're like, yeah, if it's like 29, 12, you're like, okay, clearly right. that, that is not. Uh, so sometimes because you know, we're not limbo between two things do get a little bit, you know, it's like my PlayStation, for example, I bought it in Germany. A lot of it's in German, but set to American English. So it's something like a date on a payment. I don't understand any of the American payment, a German, like the American date or the European date. So things like that can get a little, a little tricky. Yeah. Like we had an issue where we were doing our uh, wedding invitations and there was the date on the side in numbers. Ooh. And then we're like, uh Oh, this is going to some people in the States and it's going to some people in Germany. And like the date is a real date either way, you know? And then like, of course, like, you know, they're friends and family. So like they could ask us to confirm the date, but I was like, I, like, I don't want somebody to get an invitation with the wrong, quote unquote, the wrong date on it or whatever. So we had to decide, okay, who are we giving the wrong date to th th this crowd or this crowd? You know right, what I mean? Like, right. so it's actually, <laughs> you actually have a discussion about it. So it's interesting. Yeah. And who would you give it to? I'm not going to reveal. I don't remember actually. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, peanut butter and jelly. You didn't say right. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly time. Um, it really is. It not a thing elsewhere? No. Hmm. That's, that's, that, that's as American as uh, peanut butter and jelly. Interesting. It just kind of makes sense. It's the best. Yeah. It's just a good snack. Yeah. I, I think anybody that thinks that's weird has not yet tried a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I would, I would say, right. tr like, and fair, some people aren't really into peanut butter and stuff. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but I would say try it and then. But I think especially in Europe, because I feel like Europe has a lot of good jams. Like, they're really good preservatives. I don't know. So, like, you have so many different types of jams and jellies to try it with. Yeah. And, and at, like, any shop, like my local little tiny shop, there is. American peanut butter and there's Snickers flavored peanut butter. So obviously like there, there is peanut butter, you know, like, well, peanut butter. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely becoming more of a thing here. And and, they have, and when I first moved here, it was very different, but now they have the classic American kind of very smooth peanut butter. So um, you could easily make a classic. I mean, if you American like Joe only peanut smooth, butter and jelly, only smooth brain people like smooth peanut butter. Ooh, I mean, I mean, some people like the chunky stuff. Yeah. Chunky yeah. is chunky. Chunky is chunky. Chunky is the best. Next. Just kidding. Flags. So many American flags everywhere <laughs> brought to you by just my fake name. 
<laughs> that was the name of the poster. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, like maybe yeah. early on. Um, there's just so many flags. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot behind it. Like Ger- Germans are also afraid to be patriotic because, like, I remember the 2006 World Cup, right? When they were broadcasting the game and all these German flags everywhere, people were making all these Nazi references. Like, oh, it's like what? Like, they're, oh, oh, I'm sorry, you can wave your flags and they can't. Like, but even not in Germany, in the rest of Europe, you don't see people throwing flags very yeah. often. But in Germany, I notice you do see it more in the burbs and in garden houses and stuff. Like like when you see standalone houses, I have, I have seen quite a few people that have actually installed real flag poles with German flags. And but stuff. a lot of like Germans, they, they do exist. Myself yeah. included, when they do have a flag, you get a little, you you kind of like side out of them a bit. Like why? why nah, I don't think it. Like it doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. mean anything. Like I think no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, not necessarily. Like, I think Germans have every right to be proud of it. I think you, so too. You know, Germany is the fourth largest, it used to be the fifth, now it's the fourth largest economy in the world. I know, it's insane. In the world. And it's tiny. And it's tiny. So like, I think Germany has, any German has something to be proud of. So like, I think, you know. I just I just think Germans don't like showing pride through a piece of fabric. I don't think right, it's like yeah. their style, you know? But but not because they're not proud. I think no, it's exactly. just historical reasons, you know. We can, we can get that whole podcast on its own. But, I just find it bizarre anyways. Like, I know where I am. I don't need to have a flag out. Yeah, I mean, well, we we would put one up um, just for Fourth of July because uh, it was sure Fourth of July. But yeah, the rest of the year, I don't think we ever had a flag up. It was just just for Fourth of July. Yeah, I think my parents have one up. Like I, when I was in the states last two a few weeks ago, I noticed you know it was my backyard in the backyard, the other neighbor that you kind of see, and they had a giant flagpole in the backyard with a huge American flag with like floodlights going up on it, just like oh just in case they wake up in the middle of the night and they're like, "Where am I?" And look outside, like, oh, oh, okay. I'm still in America. Or you think you're like Quantico at CIA headquarters or something. You're like, where am I? It looked like that. Yeah, I don't know. The whole flag thing, I'm I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. I I think it's like false patriotism. It's like, I have a flag, therefore I'm a patriot. No, that's not what it means. It means you bought a flag. No, no, but you could also be a patriot who just bought a flag. It can be. Yeah. But I feel like usually it's not used that way. Yeah. Well, I don't want to judge anybody. To be fair, anybody I see with the American flag, I don't know their history and whether they're patriotic or not. So I don't want to judge them and say, like, oh, you're probably patriotic. But but yes, it's. it's uh, definitely a thing that you don't see. I mean, no, I'm not going to say elsewhere because I'm sure there's plenty of countries in the world that are just as equally patriotic. But like, like I would say in Europe, let's let's use Europe and Germany as an example. Like, yeah, in Europe, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, but like I'm sure there's other countries in the world where they're just as patriotic. But like North Korea. No, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I don't have to compare U.S. to North Korea. <laughs> oh, I mean, we do have to stand up and pledge allegiance to the flag, which is very North Korea-ish. No, you don't have to do it now. That's true. Because we didn't have it in my in my high school. Either did we, yeah. which I'm really happy about. So anyone who's young and still in school, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. That's your American right. No, no, no. And they never, and they never once say you have to do it. Like you know, true. <laughs> uh, free soda refills at dining places. Yeah. Ooh, and we actually mentioned that earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, are soda refills? Uh, I guess yeah. True. There are certain places that you go to, and uh, they will refill that that Fanta. I, don't, I yeah. I don't really drink sodas. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's been a while, but like, I mean, I know they'll give you like 50 cups of coffee for free. So that's, like, that's wa- the best. I yeah, love that. And water. And so, um, but yeah, I, I think cola, it's not everywhere. It's maybe like half and half because that, that stuff does cost money. So like, I think they are, uh, but yes, there are places you will get those free refills and, and it's a refill of the like one gallon jug you've already had. Yeah, true. So it's like, I think my like bla- the, bladder could not even hold a refill. But- if you're spending like three bucks on one, like they- that's like 6,000% profit anyway, so True. they're not losing any money. Uh, next one. Handicap accessibility. They're saying the U.S. has it. Uh, old buildings slash towns in Europe are nice 
if both your legs work. No, very, that's, very, very true. That's yeah. a definitely fair point. Uh, I think the, what was it, Americans with Disabilities Act, I think it was called, mm. uh, was like one of the best things signed by United States government. It, it was fantastic. And because it's a younger country, of course, they were able to build really handicap accessible buildings where Europe is like, sorry, this is made 8,000 years ago. <laughs> we can't really change it. Yeah. Which sucks though. Like they should really change. I know all new buildings have laws. They have to have, you know, apartment buildings need to Elevator, have yeah. elevators, whatever. But yeah, absolutely. But Europe is not great if you're, if yeah, you're in a wheelchair. For an existing building, and as you've seen, I mean, Berlin is covered in apartment buildings that have these exterior glass elevators. Now these elevators were added later. much later right? Uh, because they could not fit one inside. You know, like, like you can't just add an elevator to an existing building. So like they, they put them on the outside and kind of shoehorn them in. But even there, it's only possible in like 50% of buildings because just by design, you just, it's sometimes it's hard to add an elevator. And, or what uh, I find funny, our friends, Chadash and Dugu, they have, in their apartment building, you walk in, you have to go about eight steps and on top of those eight steps is an elevator. Yeah, yeah. So if you aren't a wheelchair, <laughs> yeah, the thing is like the, the elevators here aren't necessarily for handicapped people. They're just for people who don't want to walk up the stairs or who are carrying boxes and stuff because right. there's, uh, yeah, there's um, even the elevator in, in my courtyard you have to have gone up and down several stairs True, in order yes. to, to get out into my courtyard. So it's not for a handicapped person either. So um, yeah, no, yeah. Europe, Europe can definitely do better with that. And they should. I don't care how old the building is. You got you to work on it if you can. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, next. Next is lawns. What a waste. <laughs> Uh, I I mean I um, I mean as you know I I love a good lawn because yeah, I I, I, I I have nice grass in my garden I don't like lawns I'm not a big lawn fan uh, I'm a fan of having the space to make like a garden and natural plants and things but lawns do nothing for the environment nothing for bugs nothing for animals no but they look nice they look boring yeah no but yeah again I, the the grass I have is um, like. 10 feet by like five feet. Yeah, it's so, tiny. So, but yeah, no, I, I would not have like a huge wasteful lawn but if I had, yeah. Lawns are, I have seen lawns here in Germany at least. They're not huge. But they, yeah, they, 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 people do have lawns. People like, do have lawns. And I get what he's saying. Like, because obviously um, lawns require a lot of water and unfortunately due to climate change and our earth dying, um, <laughs> many places, including like California and stuff, like are just constantly in droughts. <laughs> And, you know, and, and also and, and, yeah. with that, the earth is dying and the lawns are doing nothing to help the earth get back to life except for just sucking out more water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, so you have places <laughs> that are in droughts and, and in California lawns are very um, popular. Yeah. And so it's a lot of water. And so that's why the past few years they've been changing laws saying, nope, uh, you can't water your lawn anymore or please replace your lawn with, um, you know, like, like a place like New Mexico, Arizona, which are deserts. They have a lot of plants that like you water like once a year, you right. know, whatever, you know, or like clover. Clover is great. Don't have to cut it. Looks beautiful. It's green, right? And actually helps bugs and stuff. Sure. Yeah. All right. Next. It makes you feel better. My grass always dies. That it does. That decomposing stuff is probably helping actually a lot of bugs and animals. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So uh, my uh, continual efforts are actually helping. This <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's so uh, so hopeless, but yeah, I'll let you keep going for it. Next, uh, I'd like to say optimism, even if it's blind. Sometimes the can-do attitude is extremely <laughs> strong. Um, I would also put belligerence up there. Oh, oh my. Okay. Where's this going? I would also put belligerence up there for better or worse that get the fuck out of my face. I'm not paying for slash doing that attitude. 
whether you actually can or not, the American culture makes you feel like you can really do anything. <laughs> Again, it's a double-edged sword, but you'll seldom find an American who's just going to lay down and take someone's shit. Now, a lot of what he just said for sure applies to a German. Germans also yeah. don't take shit and have no problem going up to somebody telling them that they're breaking the rules. So like this, he, like if you didn't tell me this was describing an American, um, I would could say this is describing a German too. Yeah, I think Germans will do it in a little bit more of a passive aggressive way sometimes. I don't know. I've or had maybe I've not. Had, actually. No, no, no. I've had old women come to you and yell at me like, "You're stepping over the line. You have to stand behind here. The train might come." Uh, you know, or like, "I'll get your feet off the shoe, the, the the seat, or whatever." You know. Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. So, like, yeah, they have no problem. That's true. Germans can be like that as well. I mean, I do, I do like what they say. What the American can do attitude because I think Americans are very much like that. Yeah. They're like, I'm 17. I don't. I, I don't. I want to start my own business. I'm going to try to do it as hard as I can, even which if is I great. fail. Which is great. Yeah. And yeah. Americans have like, I feel like. They don't really fear failure as much as other places do. Yeah, they're like if everyone, like they, if you just see like on TV, he did it. I can do it too. Like you know, yeah. which is funny because yeah. like the states don't have a really good safety blanket. So if you do fail, like you're kind of fucked. But I, I love the but, attitude. But I think that's, it's great. That's anywhere. Like it's a risk, and that's why I, I always respect anybody who takes a risk. For sure, hundred uh, percent. So uh, yeah, like that, that one. That was, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know where he was going with the belligerism. What, what was? What do you say about the belligerism again? I guess like how people can be like, you know, oh, get in my face and be really belligerent. Like that happens yeah. too, sure. Yeah, I've seen Germans screaming at people in like Alexander Platz too. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, fair. All right. Let's do one more because we are run out of time. Well, Alex, we can only do one more because this is the last one. Oh, well, look at that. <laughs> how dandy. Which is funny because he can clearly see it's the last one, but he just said it as if we were stopping early. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is says. The switch for the bathroom is inside the bathroom. In American houses. In American houses. Okay. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, most German houses I know, the switch is the outside. thing is, outside. my bathroom, the switch is in the inside. It is. Mine's outside. My old flower's outside. Bobby's parents' house, I think, is inside. But I think most places I've been to is on the outside. I prefer the inside because, for example, when I visit your place... People like to turn the lights off when you're peeing, which is annoying. So like, but it's I, so funny. Yeah, but like, I, I I I prefer it that the person, people outside, don't have control over whether you have light. So I I think for bathrooms, especially when you're like you're a kid, oh my, just you know, like people flipping the light off on you, on you, it's so annoying. Yeah, I I don't I really don't have a preference on this at all. Like, I guess one way it's nice you can turn it on then walk in, but I can also just walk in and turn it on. I think if it's a place you don't know, it's nice if it's on the outside, but when you live somewhere, you know, even if it's because you've been there a million times, you can walk in, I can walk in in the dark and I know exactly where that's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? But I do get like, if it's a new place, how I've had it several times, especially in hotel stuff where you're like fumbling and stuff, if the light is on the inside and it's like, that's true. It's, I, you know, and like you're peeing in the middle of the night, you don't want to wake up your girlfriend, whatever. And so you're like, ah, where the frick is a light switch, you know, whatever. That's true. I, yeah, sure. I don't know. No strong opinions. But yes, they are always on the inside in the States. Mm, what a not strong one to end on. Right? <laughs> anyway, that's Jeff, our show. <laughs> it's okay. That's, it's, only, it's only inside that counts. That's true. But anyways, I, I had fun. These, these were actually, uh, some of these were quite good. I, they yeah, were. Th yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Reddit. And I'm assuming BuzzFeed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who, who it was. I'll have to double check on that. But, but it's yeah. definitely Reddit comments. Yeah. Um, may I have a refill? You for this final whiskey review. You may. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Doing a little, a little swirly, a little swirly swirl. Gonna releasing uh, the re 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 blend it. Still good. Cheers. Yeah. 
Cleveland. <laughs> I just, I really like it. Yeah, it's really it's it's really smooth. Um, if you gave it to me, I would not be like, oh yeah, that's a Johnny Walker. You know, no, no, no. no. It, it's it's got a really nice flavor. It's really smooth. Uh, yeah, it goes down nice and easy. I, I wish for a bigger burn, but in general, it's quite it's quite for a scotch, it's quite good. No, it is. It's it's not super smoky, but the smokiness is there. It's, I don't think it's anything incredibly special, but no, no. it does go down very easy, and I really enjoy drinking it. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a solid 7.8. 7. I'm going to go with a solid like 8.5. I really I really do like it, and it's something I'll definitely, uh, I think, keep out of my shelf to drink more often. It, it's 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 good. And, and again, like um, if you gave it to me and told me it was Johnny Walker, I'd be like, huh? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I don't know. Maybe Johnny Walker actually is really good. I just had this this connotation in my head that's like you buy the Johnny Walker red for like 25 bucks and you say you have a scotch and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's just the, it's just the default standard, which yeah. is why that's not exciting to me. It's same like Jack Daniels. Like you go, you sometimes places you can buy it for like 12 bucks and you're like, eh, is that good? Really gonna be? It's, that's not really that good. Is it? You know, like, yeah, fair. But this one, I, yeah, I'm really enjoying this and the bottle's beautiful and the color of the whiskey is actually really nice too. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, um, it's a much more orangey amber, I'd say. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like a Glen Morangi, the color. Yeah. Which I cannot believe I can compare colors of whiskeys now. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I, I was going to say, like, dude, nice uh, reference there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, but but it's, it's, it's really tasty. I really yeah, like it. Yeah, it, it's good stuff. Uh, so 7.8, and a half. Again, thank you to the families of my kids in the kindergarten. You guys are amazing. And if you're listening. Yes, thank you to the families because I have benefited as well <laughs> for this gift. True. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll take this home and, and drink it by myself now. So, And there's, of course, always Johnny Walker walking on the front. There is. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you for keeping and supporting this podcast for almost three years now. We're getting to our third year anniversary. We, which is Oh, yeah. We should have mentioned that earlier. I forgot. Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah. And we've got some, we're planning some stuff, some specials, episodes oh. coming down the pipe. We so. got, we're actually like actually planning things now. It's not like it's happening. It's in the, it's in the airwaves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So guys, stay tuned. Uh, I guess I can go ahead and announce it. Well, we're going to try to have every, well, there's no guarantees, but our, our attempt is to make every episode in February a special episode. Ooh. Type of episode you've not seen yet. So, uh, just to celebrate those three years. So, very cool. Uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I mean, three years, man. That's insane. Three, is it really? Like, it's, it doesn't, I keep feeling like, ah, almost one year done. Wait, like, you know, let's not talk about it. Oh, save that content. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, um, everyone, we have to go now. And to uh, whoever, and you know who you, who you are, uh, we're going to get to your whiskey next week. Do yes. not worry. Uh, we do realize we had this whiskey for a few weeks and it was also, we're, we're backlogged on the whiskey. So we are backlogged, worry. Yeah, but it, pretty soon we'll be frontlogged, which means we have no whiskey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thanks again. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. I don't know where you are, what you're doing, but I hope whatever you're doing is beautiful. Or as uh, Truman used to say, if I don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Exactly. So everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Cheers. Good old Mr. Walker. <laughs> <laughs>